ABC Listen. Ninamani, Nanayatiana, Naigana Nai Gangabina. Hello, are you good? My name is Tiana, my Ghana name is Gangabina, which means the caring one. To begin, it's important that we acknowledge the country that we are on. I'm on Ghanaiata, the land of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains. We would like to pay our respects to the custodians, to the ancestors that nurtured the land and the elders that have led the way for generations. This is your land, this is your country. It has always been Aboriginal land. And as this is a podcast whose reach is far and wide, we would like to extend our respect to the elders of the lands this recording might reach. This is a story of the girl who came through for her community in a crisis, Naomi Moran, written and read by me, 10-year-old Anul Cockings. As Naomi Moran reached the hoop, she lifted the ball above her head and shot! She pulled off a spectacular goal and threw her arms up in celebration. Nice shot, giraffe. She heard the girls on the side of the court sneering. They'd been watching the young Aboriginal girl dribbling the basketball down the court. And Naomi knew that if anybody else had made the shot, they would have been impressed. But for her, all these girls had was contempt. The lunch bell rang, but Naomi didn't go to class. She had an appointment with her teacher in his office, and she was nervous. She didn't think it would be good news. So, thanks for coming in, her teacher said, shuffling some papers into a folder. Naomi gulped. Mm -hmm. The Gurimail newspaper is looking for a young Aboriginal trainee, he said. I thought you might be the right candidate. Naomi was shocked. She didn't know what to say. Why her, a girl who wasn't enjoying school and had been bullied for years? But then Naomi thought about the opportunity some more. She started to well up with excitement. This could be her ticket out. When she got home, Naomi told her mum she was going to quit school. Her mum was not happy. She knew Naomi was often bullied at school and that she wasn't very comfortable there. But she also knew that dropping out was not the answer. She didn't want Naomi to suffer from the stereotype so many Indigenous people were given, that they were lazy and uneducated. Naomi had the second part of her bombshell ready to drop. She told her mum about the opportunity at the Koori Mail, a national newspaper dedicated to Aboriginal news. After some persuasion, her mum agreed. On Naomi's first day, she started with the basics, the things that the other workers didn't want to do. She was making cups of tea and coffee. She was changing toilet rolls and licking stamps. She was doing the photocopy and filing, answering phones. And while she was doing all that, she was trying to work out how the big old fax machine worked. Naomi was actually enjoying herself. 
Ten years later, in 2008, Naomi was still at the Courier Mail, but she wasn't just making cups of tea anymore. By then, Naomi had worked in every single department of the business, from administration to advertising, editorial and subscriptions. Now, she was working as a photojournalist. She would travel all over the country, taking pictures of Aboriginal events for the paper. She loved her job and loved the Courier Mail, but she wanted new challenges and decided to try something different. So, she went to work for the brand new station, NITV, National Indigenous Television, and other Indigenous media organisations too. But she never forgot how much she loved the Courier Mail. And eight years later, in 2016, Naomi was invited back into the Courier Mail team. But not just to do a job that she had done before. They were inviting her back to be the big boss. Naomi was scared. She felt unqualified. She didn't even have her Year 10 certificate. But like scoring a goal on the basketball court, she tried to silence the outside noise and doubts and back herself. She realised something important. Her newspaper trusted her and she decided to trust herself too. With her fierce passion to give a voice to Aboriginal people driving her forward, Naomi knew she could do this. Naomi was now responsible for calling all the shots at the paper, and it was a huge challenge. Then, four years into leading the Courier Mail, Naomi became a mum. Working and being a parent can be a juggle, but she didn't let it stop her. She was running a business and a family now, and she took it all in her stride. Life got even more complicated when disaster struck. In early 2022, devastating floods swept through Naomi's hometown of Lismore on Bundjalung country in northern New South Wales. Naomi took a deep breath and got down to work. Her leadership shone through. She got out her phone and spammed every single contact on it. And she had a lot of people she could call. After all, she was the boss of a newspaper. She asked for help from every single one of those contacts. There were big things, like coordinating shelter and resources, but Naomi asked for small things too. Even donating a box of oranges was important. Naomi and her team set up a support hub for the impacted community. As flood-affected people climbed off the boats and tinnies that had saved them from rising waters and stumbled into the evacuation centres, the Courier Mail gave them warm food and dry clothes. In the aftermath, Naomi's team helped people clean out their houses. They delivered supplies and offered emergency accommodation. They started the Curry Kitchen to feed people every single day. For the first time in 30 years, the Courier Mail couldn't print the newspaper. When Naomi recently made a speech to the young leaders of Lismore, she admitted that she hadn't always believed in herself. She said that when she learned to back herself, her opportunities grew. There are four words that Naomi believes in deeply. 
accountability and responsibility, opportunity and choice. We can all learn from her. She is one super fierce girl. That story was written by me, Anouk Hawkins. I chose Naomi Morin because I feel her story shows a strong message to the community to not give up, even if you aren't very confident in yourself. In sharing her inspiring story with more people, it demonstrates that people can push through and believe in themselves in the hardest of times. I also wrote about Naomi because she shone through for our community when we needed her most, regardless of the huge obstacles she was faced with. Roll the credits. This episode of Fierce Girls was produced by Nat Tenchich and Sophie Townsend was my script editor. David LeMay is our sound engineer. Claire Rawlinson is our executive producer and Monique Bowley is the boss who makes sure we get to keep telling stories about Fierce Girls. Don't forget, you can listen to all the past episodes of Fierce Girls on the ABC Listen app or on your smart speaker. Just ask your smart speaker. Hey, smart speaker, play Fierce Girls. Sure, here's the latest episode of Fierce Girls. Keep being fierce.